my guy. What's up, dude? Oh, man. Hanging out, man. How you feel, player? Feel pretty good, man. You you, you look very well dressed today, bub. Am I here? A little, a little dapper. I'm a little dapper. I come straight home, fucking put on the the fuck you t shirts and the gym shorts. Yeah, man. Well, that's why you're the people's champion. That's right. I'm a, I'm a, right. I'm a fucking mark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I had a lot of uh, office stuff to do today. So, my hair suited and booted, um, shoulders shouldering. Like, can you see this right now? Wow. Dude, you're those pointy ass shoulders. Look, yeah, look at that. Look at that, though. Look at that. Look at that. Looks like you can't even move in that thing. Knock my mic over just now. Swole, dude. I'm saying, dude. I'm saying, dude. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Or you can if you want to. It's up to you. You like that sometimes? <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. How you feel, brother? Pretty good, man. Fucking yeah. hanging out, man. Got windows open in the house. It's fucking yeah. nice and breezy. Mm. Ready breezy? to get this work week over Fucking yeah. hitting the road this weekend. Oh, up north? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to wild out? Yeah, I'm just going to play uh, right now. Uh, probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about live stream. This oh, word. Okay, okay. Yeah. Damn. Play a little game gonna of Monopoly. You're going to meet them up at this bar we go to up there. You can yeah. smoke inside. It's Ooh, pretty nice. Y'all should have seen how Ren's eyes just lit up. <laughs> it's the simple pleasures. <laughs> <laughs> Like Public tobacco summer. use. Like, it's what? It's like a, it's like it's super divey ass bar. Yeah, like your favorite. Metal. Oh yeah, your favorite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. About to fuck it up, man. I asked one of the guys, so they got food there. He said, "Fuck no." <laughs> <laughs> I just saw like you don't want to eat at this place. <laughs> that is funny. That's funny. Cigarette ashes in the tomato sauce. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's nice. That's cilantro. I was about to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oregano ain't got shit on that. Finally <laughs> got the goddamn uh, dish, I mean, uh, garbage disposal unclogged up. Wait, like wait, what? You did? I didn't, yeah. Oh, your shit was clogged up? Yeah, big time. Uh-oh, what you throwing? Some Drano? Oh, yeah, yeah, we did talk about that. Doing yeah. some Drano, some, some boiling hot water? Yeah. I guess it, I guess it is redundant. If you're gonna, if it's boiled, it's hot. But uh, it's got yeah. no, it's got to be it's got to be bubbling, bubbling, <laughs> bubbling. But yeah, you back uh back disposing. Yep, back disposing, yeah. back to washing dishes, washing, washing, wash rag. You know, <laughs> Duke what do you use? Do you use a wash rag or do you use a sponge for dishes? Scrubber? Yeah. Um, neither. I actually use one of those wands that you can put um detergent. In it, that's not like a scrubber though. That's kind a of a scrubber. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Okay. Um, press a little button. So use uh, washcloths. Like, hey, hey. Nah, it ain't '93 no more. Nah, dog. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> no, I actually I give it a good scrub and then I throw it in the dishwasher for extra extra cleanliness. I've had this dishwasher for like five years. And I haven't only used it once. <laughs> you bought a dishwasher like, and don't use it? No, I didn't buy it. It came with the house. It came with a crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, use your uh, dishwasher, dog. I mean, like, but I'm on, like, one man, though. So <laughs> I'm not that much shit. 
I'm only one, man. Um, I'm supposed to hit the road this weekend too, man. I'm not feeling my best. Yeah, you don't. You you look kind of tired. I did not sleep well last night. Um, my my body, my body. Uh oh. I know, dog. I know. Uh-oh. I know. Maybe the antibodies wore off, but we'll see in the next couple of days. Um, you know, I could feel like 24 hours ago, uh, 24 to 30 hours ago, like I could feel something. I'm like, shit. So I grabbed some, uh, you know, emergency tabs and threw, the, threw it in the water. And then uh, by the time I went to bed last night, I slept like shit last night. I slept like good shit. So, yeah, man, I'm supposed to hit the road this weekend. We'll see how that goes, man. Um, Where are you going? Where you can, can you say? A uh, city I used to live in. Okay, right on. City I used to live in, gonna go uh, do things I shouldn't talk about. Nice. Should be a good time, man. Um, yeah, otherwise, man, I'm just out here, dog. Um, back, back from Houston, back into you know the work week. Um, I gotta take tomorrow off because I got I need to rest. I need to sweat some of this shit out um, so I can get back to being a regular person. Got my emergency tab over here. Got my water. I'm just trying to figure it out, man. See, like, smell like, I don't know, I'm going to knock on wood, but <laughs> I think it's the beer and the immunity I've built up. Uh-huh. Tongs, with these tongs that I use for the grill, bro. Uh-huh. Everybody's got a pair of tongs. It's like, oh, that's straight. You got to click them three times before you use them? No, like, I'm even going to say it. Uh-oh. Nah, you got to say it now. <laughs> oh, man, like, I mean, like, we clean them with the fire. This is why they love you. We we kill a fire. This is why they love you, right here. I can't get over it. I don't need to get over it, but that right there. (laughs) That right there. I use a scrubber and a dishwasher. My man cleans his tongs with fire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's all good, man. It's all good. What's new your way, bro? Did you, uh, I don't know if you want to be bring it up. Did you shoot that guy? <laughs> I have nobody I need to be shooting. <laughs> did you harm him? Did you harm him? No, like, I couldn't even remember the dude's name. Like, I had, I had a dude come to my work, and, uh, I guess, like, it's a small town that I live in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, like, everybody kind of knows everybody. I don't fucking know anybody. Cause yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. I'm going to go out. No doubt. But, uh, yeah, Ken, I work, and I was like, what's up, man? I love your work. I love your shotgun. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. Because your town, I looked it up after you told me that shit. It was about, it's only about four to 5,000 people. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. And, like, and like, I've just been adding people. Like, well, no, I don't add people. Like, people will send me friend requests. Yeah. Just from, like, seeing my shotgun and shit like that. Right. Uh, excuse me. And uh, yeah, I was back there just fucking around in the, in the back, like, doing some prep work and shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, what's up, man? That's crazy to me. To and I turn around and I'm like, I have no idea who this dude is. That is that's <laughs> crazy, dog. <laughs> and no. like, he was talking about his podcast and like how he wants me to be on it and shit. And I was like, yeah, like I'm down whenever. And he was like, oh, we're kind of booked up right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, like whenever. I mean, like we're kind of booked up right now. Yeah, like I'm down whenever, you know, and like he like he knows of our show. Yeah. So. Oh, so he listens. I don't know if he listens. But he I knows know of it though. That, 
yeah, I know that he knows that we have a show. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really like I'm I'm very unsettled by this. <laughs> I'm very unsettled by this. That man that man could have sent you a message on social media. He was just there though. That man popped up at your job. But that's the thing though. You I like, don't know if he popped up there specifically for me. I don't think he did. But like I went like so I went to my boss afterwards. I was like, who is that? He was like, Oh, it's so and so. I was like, he asked for me? He was like, No, no, he came up in here and then he asked if you were here. Like yeah, No, he knew you were there. No, he knew you were there. <laughs> Cause if yeah no who no you can't ask for somebody and not know that they're no he knows where you work that's fucking crazy. I mean, there's only like two restaurants in this town. Man, listen, I'll pay your bail. I'll set up a GoFundMe. <laughs> I swear, all these people that love you, they'll pay your bail for some dude trying to harm you. That shit is creepy as shit, dog. <laughs> I am, I am, I am unsettled. That man came to your job. In a town of four to five thousand people, he probably staked you out, waited for you to get off work, and probably knows where you live now. <laughs> I remember I texted you this shit after a half, and you said, "Your job?" Yes. You came to your job. <laughs> I swear. I swear. I I can't. I'm unsettled. There's so many ways he could have went about that, but no, he came to your job. Like, and dude, it's funny too, because I even told him, I was like, yeah, like, I mean, we can, like, exchange numbers, you know, for, like, the podcast shit. Mm-hmm. So, oh, no, I'll just shoot you a message. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. I'll just shoot him a message. Oh, my God. Listen, man, I'll help you hide the weapon. I'll delete this part of the podcast. <laughs> no. I can save it, but, like,. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck dog. that's crazy listen man cause I mean listen I'm not gonna say that you're John Lennon but like you hear of those things people who have yeah. certain you know fanatic relationships and end up doing like some crazy shit you know what I'm saying and I haven't said this in a while but like you know like a soft moment you know what I'm saying in my, in my, in my suit I'm I'm kind of protective over you, you know what I'm saying, as as my brother, and 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 knowing you how I do and knowing me how I do, so like, I'll hide the weapon. <laughs> <laughs> like keep keep the options on you. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, That's bruh, yeah. So keep me posted. Keep me posted how that oh, shit yeah. goes. Um, yeah. We're they're actually like, uh, they're like, I guess he's in a band too, like, and like it's around here, so. Like. Mm. Okay, that might give him a little leeway. He's not just going. Well, he might. Yeah. He might. <laughs> Can't put uh, it past him. Like, I mean, like, they're they're playing like at the Elks or some shit this weekend. <laughs> you going? Oh no, you got to tell you. I'm you gonna be able to miss that. I'm gonna have to miss <laughs> that one, bud. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Uh, they on <laughs> shout to Reynolds. <laughs> Spotlight out in the world. Uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, listen. I hope it. I hope it's a happy ending. So I, I'm sure it will be. Yeah. Like I said, it's a small town. Yeah. A lot of shit happens in a small town, though. Yeah. Yeah. My cousin was telling me all about these true crime podcasts he listens to. Did uh shit? Did you see the fucking uh? 
So there was a, I guess there's a guy on trial right now for the, I think the 2011 murder of his wife. He killed his wife and then propped her up on the couch and put sunglasses on her while the kids opened their Christmas presents. Oh, whoa. Bruh. Like, dog. Bruh. And said, and as the kids opened the presents, he's like, yeah, mommy got drunk and ruined Christmas, guys. Mommy got drunk. Oh, my. Bruh. There's some fucked up individuals out there, man. Bruh. That's a certain, yeah, that's a certain place that I... Guarantee with some Eminem. (laughs) Don't do that. But probably, yes. (laughs) He probably does. Jeez. I I remember, like, I do remember, like, an Eminem lyric, and I know they're already trying to cancel his ass and shit. Right. But... (laughs) He said some shit just like that in one of his fucking songs. Bro, you heard life. you heard Kim? You heard 97 Bonnie and Clyde? Yes. Yeah, it was multiple songs where he murdered yes. his, his the mother of his children, of his child. <sighs> Get your That's cousins. That's what makes me think he's a fan. There ain't no cousins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit just is crazy. Tonight, even we had a, we had a ticket come in and have my last name on, it and I knew it wasn't nothing my parents would get. Huh. And, like, and I and like I knew I knew it wasn't my parents, and they're like, right. "Oh, that's your cousin's, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> Was it your cousin for real? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> your name your name isn't common, so I'm like, "Yo, that had to be that had to be a relative." That had to be a relative. You just don't, I don't fuck know with. If it's specifically a cousin, but like, I, I, it just had the last name. Right, 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 right. He said, "No, nah, I don't fuck with. Nah, I don't know him. No relation." <laughs> Big Ren Jones. <laughs> Big Ren Stevens. <laughs> Dude, no, don't get me started. Um, yeah, Christy Carlson Romano, salute. Um, I was gonna say something. I don't remember. Um, Oh, I think I was going to say something about cancel culture. Um, I, for one, am absolutely not going to watch Space Jam now that Pepe Le Pew can't, <laughs> can't splash that corner three from the LeBron kickout. Man. Kicking out of the double team. They're going to lose some numbers for that one. Bruh. The, who, uh, whatever. Who fucking cares, dude? Yeah, no. Niggas ain't buying a ticket. Niggas ain't paying a subscription fee to watch Pepe La fucking Pew. And on top of that, Pepe La Pew was wildin'. He was. (laughs) Like, he was wildin'. Like, who cares if he's a cartoon? He was wildin'. See, like, man, yeah. There's there's some shit out there that I'm not even going to get started on it. (laughs) Uh Yeah, I feel that. I feel that we might have to uh, change the day we record so we can talk about the new snowfalls. <laughs> There's no shit. I don't even, yeah, we might have better to. not cancel that shit. <laughs> well, no, not that it'll get canceled, but you know, in the vein of television, uh, I gotta catch up on Young Rock too, so I can be entertained and annoyed at the same time. I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm a glutton for punishment. You are, man. You love it. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Love being mad. Love man. being annoyed. At Dwayne, uh, no, it is actually a kind of enjoyable show, but uh, yeah, I think we're on the verge of like a wrestling renaissance. You 
You think so? A little bit. Um, not the heights of before, of course, because nothing will be. I mean, that was the nineties. Less options. Um, you can't say suck it, but like. They'd say sixty nine tonight. <laughs> yes, yes, they did. Sixty nine me. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. But like between like we'll talk about Cody Rhodes, but you know Cody Rhodes crossover show, the Go Big show on TBS, you know Snoop Dogg, whoever else is on that show. Um, WWE's um, partnership with Peacock. That's gonna be huge for Peacock. Huge for both of them, but huge for Peacock. And actually, you know what? Huge. Well, huge for WWE because they're just gonna get bread anyway. The wrestling fan, not so much because we're gonna follow it anyway. I mean, I guess we'll watch some cool, you know, cool shows on Peacock. I didn't know Peacock was free. Has three tiers. Yeah. Three tiers of, uh, of of payment, but I mean we've been paying the nine ninety nine for X amount of years. I mean, shit, let me get all that content on Peacock. Um, yeah. Peacock's gonna get mad bread because we're used to paying the nine ninety nine. Um, and so yeah, you know I think it'll yeah it'll help WWE and it'll help Peacock. The fans of which though, I mean nothing ever helps the fans. No, I mean, like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of worried about it, you know. Like, really? I hope they've got the fucking bandwidth for WrestleMania. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I've already heard too that you can't, like, it's not a huge deal, but you can't pause, rewind live events. Mm, I don't like that. I don't like that either. I don't you like know? that. Yeah. And no, I mean, I like it's, it's like fucking Bleacher Report, dude. Like, they fuck up every like. <laughs> I got some. I don't like those motherfuckers. <laughs> I, my guy, you was tight on Sunday, bro. <laughs> you was sick as hell on Sunday. I I don't blame you. I don't blame you. They, they had they got, problems. They, got, all a, they got a right like five minutes before the goddamn event started. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, no, that's sick. And then like even with Peacock, like they're not gonna have all the content on there. Like this has had been it's like set in stone for a while now. Yeah. Have everything on like I don't really watch that much on the network. Uh-huh. Like I nor like nor like regular it's just for pay-per-views for me. Right. I feel you. But hell, I mean it's March now, and for those not aware, um, you know, as far as the network goes, you're gonna have access to all the pay-per-views from the past year, the past calendar year. And like, you know, the new 2020, 2021 documentaries and um that shit. But they're gonna slowly add in all of like the classic content, which is gonna take until about August. Um, I mean, my late nights lately, I've been watching Curb. But like, if I come home and I want to watch <laughs> Royal Rumble '94, like I want that option. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we'll see how that goes, man. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, man, I think we're on the verge of a, of, of a new renaissance, man. The people who were, you know, fans in '97, '98, they're in positions of power now. Um, and you know, and it's and you know the 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 content has changed to a certain extent. So, yeah, man, yeah. So to see what it does, we will have to see what it does, man. Um, I'm kind of tapped out, bro. I got nothing going on. I just got back to town. Um, my body hurts, and I really hope this isn't COVID twenty. So go ahead and rip this bitch. Let's rip it up, man. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode one hundred and six. Of the hard camera, T-H-C-C-V-I, and I am your guy, your guy, Juve, J-U-V, just on the visual. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, 
Big Ren, the legendary. And together we are Steve Austin and Dude Love. Uh, Big Ren, let me know how to get reach on the social medias, my guy. Got it, Miguel. Y'all can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at amafucka, A underscore M A A F H U C K A. Y'all can also find me on Snapchat at moffedup316. M A A F F H H D U P 316. Check it out. No doubt. Yeah. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno. S J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Above all else, you listen on a variety of different uh, platforms. Not very different podcasts. There's only one hard camera. Variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify. Some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts. Some are listening on Breaker. Some are even listening on Radio Public. Wherever you're listening, tell the people you love. They will tell the people that they like. It will get back to you as if you didn't even start that rumor. Heartwarming content. Heart-building content. Content that is on the verge of a renaissance. Content that is the renaissance. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. <clears throat> so we had AEW Revolution 2021. Before we break down the show, let's uh, break down how we did prediction-wise. Big Ren went seven of nine, taking his total to eighty-five of one thirty-one, sixty-four point eight eight percent. You got Juve. You got Juve went six of nine. Uh, taking me to 81 of 131, 61.83%. Don't look at me like that. Uh, we got fast lane. We got a two-day takeover. We got Mania. Uh, I'm going to pull it out. I'm going to pull it out. Man. <laughs> no doubt, man. What did you, uh, overall, what did you think of the show? And I know what you want to address, but let's save that because I think there's a good discussion to be had. Um, about the ending of Revolution, but overall, what you think of the show? I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Any uh, highlights or anything? Uh, that cinematic match was dope. Yeah, it was. It really, really was. I'm not mad There's at it at all. Right, I got about it. Yeah, like it's, it has nothing <clears throat> to do with the match itself. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll break uh-huh. that down. Um. You know, I uh, I don't know what it was. Like, everything was good. Nothing was bad. But for some reason, it was just kind of there for me. Um, which is a weird feeling. Like, yeah, I I I wasn't quite compelled. Um, but yeah, like everything, nothing was bad on the show. It just didn't. It didn't capture the the heart and mind of uh, your guy Juve, the way uh, past AW. Yeah, the way past AW shows have. So, um, let's break it down, man. You know, let's just start from the top. Um, we're thinking of buy-in. Thunder Rosa and Rio actually uh, came away with the L. We actually predicted that they would win. Uh, Britt Baker and uh, was it Maki Ito um, filling in for Rebel. Um, fun little match. Yeah, fun little match. Yeah, it was fun. Um, like I said, I mean, it was it's what we predicted. <clears throat> yeah. or no, no, it wasn't what we predicted. Yeah, yeah, no, but, we took yeah. we took the L. Yeah, we took the L. Um, I don't know. Uh, 
it happened. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, honestly, if, if it was on the main card, I think we would have felt the same way about it. It happened. Know. I do like how it tied into the the women's championship match, which we'll talk about in a bit too. Um, but yeah. yeah, you know, fun, inoffensive match. Britt Baker got the win. You know, continuing her feud with Thunder Rosa. Um, fun little feud, man. Um, again, we'll talk about, you know, the thoughts on the women's division. There's a lot of controversial thoughts about the storytelling, not only of the women's division, but of AEW, period, um, that I just can't get behind, to be honest. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week and, and, and in, you know, past weeks, but we'll, we'll tackle it again. Um, let's just address them and how. You know what? We'll go with the first match, man. Young Bucks retained over Chris Jericho and MJF. What'd you think of that match? We knew it was gonna happen. We did. I mean, you fuck up somebody's dad like that. Yeah, you can't just be. Yeah, you can't just be <laughs> whooping on 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 people's daddies. You know, and I mean, I thought I thought Sammy Guevara was gonna come back, but uh, had to wait a couple days. I think it was better we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, we definitely gonna address that. That was uh, good. What an ending. Um, hell, and NXT too. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely tackle both of those. Um, do we? Is, is it, it was that another Bucks match? I was gonna say, man, is it that time to have a conversation about the Bucks? It was another Bucks match, you know. Um, and, I mean, you like unfortunately, like I feel like you've seen one, you've seen them all. It really depends on their opponent. Like this match was cool. Um, it was cool. Uh, the match with FTR was cool. I don't think it lived up to the the hype. Um, Page and Omega match of the year of 2020, Last Revolution. Yeah. Um, but that was because of the story in the match, but the story of it all. Uh, so you yeah you know what you're gonna get with the Bucks. Um, <clears throat> choreographed moves, you know, um, tributes to the Rockers and you know the Rock and Roll Express. Maybe it's me. But I don't think it's me being old. I feel like, you know, back in the day when the Rockers would have, you know, synchronized moves, it didn't seem as contrived as the Bucks. Um, I feel like certain, I remember it was one match, it was on Dynamite. Um, I think it was Jurassic Express, maybe. But, like, they built, like, this tower by the ring ropes, and they had to, like, propel Jungle Boy to this Canadian destroyer while Nick Jackson was on, standing on the top rope on somebody's shoulders. And I'm like, it looks cool, but, like, save the, save the tumbling routines. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, man, enjoyable match. Uh, the story the story was there. Um, the story evolved into something else. We tweeted during the, during the match that uh, Chris Jericho will be a babyface by the end of the year. And, uh, yeah, we'll tackle that here pretty, pretty soon. I'm looking forward to the <coughs> Triangle Bucks match. I think that will give us something new and fresh. Yes, yes, yes. You know, let's talk about that. The uh, tag team battle royal. I should have went with my gut. I should have went with my gut. <laughs> Pac and Phoenix got that special entrance. On the go home show at Dynamite, AEW they have a way of giving that away. I just felt like maybe they would capitalize on you know the Dark Order. Um, they got them out of there quick. All three teams. Marco <laughs> Stunt got Evil Uno out of there. Ugly as hell. <laughs> Ugly as hell. 
Um, I like the Battle Royal, though. Like, usually a lot of Battle Royals are, like, a lot of, like, senseless elimination attempts. Whereas this one, they actually kind of focused more on wrestling and wearing down their opponent to throw them out. Yeah, the the final four of that one. <laughs> once we got to the final four, I was like, ooh, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like and that like, a lot. I always think, like, the tag team battle royals are just kind of weird. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just like, like, fucking QT just left. Yeah, they've, you know, yeah. They got a lot of tag teams. I wanted to say that before I forgot my point. QT Marshall. So it was probably two or three weeks ago. Um, for, especially for those who watched Dynamite, this last episode of Dynamite. So Cody Rhodes teamed with Lee Johnson, and I forget who they won, but Lee Johnson got the win. And <laughs> he, uh, Lee Johnson, on the microphone said, I "Want to thank Cody, Dustin." And even QT. And even. And even QT. And I was offended. And then you see yeah, QT. I'll throw you in there too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So QT, <laughs> he sold it a little bit. It was it was very subtle. He sold it a little bit. Um, but that it was it, yeah very subtle. Um, so yeah, you know another story. I'm not mad. You know seeing where this is going. I mean we're getting a split of the of the natural nightmares. Um. Yeah, he jumped over the top and then spit at Dustin Rose. You're not gonna spit in my face. Uh-uh. Goodness. Uh-uh. Ugh. Um but yeah, man, Pac and Ray Phoenix uh taking the taking the win. Um Ray Phoenix with the W over Matt Jackson on Dynamite. Really, really fun match. Really, really interesting. That was match. solid. It was. It was. That little driver at the end, that's a that's a hell of a finisher. Hell of a finisher. Um Let's go to this man, Miro and Kip Sabian. Got Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor out of there. Talk to me about it. Man, they've this is what this is what the people wanted to see, man. They wanted to see Miro go fucking nuts. <sighs> what a showing. What, ready for it. what a show for Miro. Um He didn't even need to attack Chucky. And Orange Cassidy, but like the violence, he threw him through a door, the window in that door, cut him up, and he just proceeded to beat ass, you know. And and the subtlety of Miro pushing uh, Orange Cassidy into Penelope Ford will let you know that, like, listen, man, Miro is not for the shenanigans. He left his lady, his his lady's at the crib. You know what I'm <laughs> his lady, his lady's at the crib on Mondays. He ain't with the shenanigans. He's here to, he's here to, to, to fuck some shit up. No, I'm so. glad. Like whenever, whenever he first got up in there in W, I mean, ugh, in AEW, <coughs> like they were just having him in those tag matches. Yeah, and like he hadn't, he hadn't had two, like maybe one or two singles matches so far. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. this was the best tag match that he has been in. It was a hell. Of, yeah, it was a showcase for him. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's what kind of bothers me. And we're going to talk about wrestling fans in a bit. But I think that's what kind of bothers me about the 2021 wrestling fan. That they signed Miro. And, and speaking of signings, we'll, we'll go into this next too. But they signed Miro. And it was immediately like, oh, he hasn't even done anything. He hasn't. Like, 
motherfucker was a monster in, in WWE. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like they have a lot of talent, and they're telling stories with a lot of talent. You we can't. Have yes, <laughs> like you can't just propel everyone to the main event. Like, yeah, we know he's familiar, but like. Let's get some development going first before we just put him in places. We know he'll kill you. Um, he's looking better than ever physically. Pause. But like he'll he'll kill you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hop on Twitch and play video games. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And even his nickname, the best man. Clever. Clever. His finisher, game over. Clever. Clever. Um, we see that Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor challenged uh, Miro and Kip Sabian to, I guess, a Street Fight-esque type match where there's going to be a bunch of arcade games uh, littered around the ring. Um, another one of those things, and I imagine they'll do it, another one of those things where, you know, similar to the Exploding Barbed Wire Deathmatch, that, like, AW expanding the scope of who they are. Um, again, they're only a year and a half old. Yeah, like they're they're trying out so much different shit right now. Yeah, they're not sticking to the traditional shit and saying, "Oh no, we can't do that because it's not traditional." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And even when they do stick to tradition, like it, I mean, it works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, look at their competition. WWE's been in business since 1963. Impact has been in business since, in some form or fashion since 2002. ROH over 20 years. Um, so like. Yeah, they're still figuring out their identity. Um, yeah, we'll talk more about we'll talk more about that in a little bit. I keep you know sending the teasers out, but uh, you know we'll talk more about that in a little bit too. Um, let's go to the signing. We uh, I think we mentioned it in passing last week. Uh, we said something about Christian Cage. What do you think about what do you think about the signing? Uh, it was big. Mm. But I don't think it was as big as they hyped it up. I mean, because mm-hmm. like like you said, we talked about it last week, and I swear I thought Christian was still signed to WWE. He had the uh, one appearance at the Rumble, and uh, you didn't see him after that. They didn't sign him up. <clears throat> they didn't. And sign I, him up. And I'm pretty sure there. I mean, there was some some shock. Yeah. Backstage WWE about it, you know. Like, I, I mean, I was hoping, I was hoping we'd get some, some Edge and Christian shit going, right? You know, I feel you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Nope. Maybe Christian could have been a sacrifice, and I think you know what, I was about to say maybe he could have been a sacrifice for, like Roman Reigns on the road to WrestleMania, but like in WWE lore, Christian is always a couple levels below Edge. Oh yeah, you always. know what I'm saying. So maybe you know they're they're all in on Edge. He just wants to wrestle. Maybe this is a good thing for him. You know what I'm saying? Um, he doesn't want baggage or fucking <laughs> just wants to be himself. Exactly, exactly. Um, so you know, I've seen online. You know, oh, is this TNA? Is this? <sighs> There's room for legends everywhere. Yeah. Right. He, and 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 let them do what they want to do. He had his confrontation with Kenny Omega. Um, maybe we'll see a championship match. Even if we don't, like Jim Ross said, every member of that roster is thinking about the championship. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, so we'll see where it goes. Christian's always been a you know great great competitor, a uh, great worker. 
So yeah, you know, we'll see where it goes, man. We'll see where it goes. Um, let's go into let's go into the ladder match, face of the revolution ladder match. You uh, you knocked that out the park too. Um, choosing uh, Scorpio Sky to take the W. I picked the TBA, which uh, yeah, drink it up. Uh, I picked the TBA, uh, who turned out to be all ego. Ethan Page, right when he came out, and you texted him, he's like, "Ha, ah, he ain't taking this one." <coughs> and I was like, ah, "Motherfucker, motherfucker." Um, yeah, no. Uh, what do you think of the ladder match overall? It was pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I mean. There was there was one spot that I was waiting on. They had the ladder set up on the outside of the ring. Mm. It just didn't ever happen. What's that? I'm pretty sure, like they, I, if I remember right, they had the ladder uh, propped up on one side of the barricade and on where the apron, so where the apron is. Yeah, and it just never got used. Um, you may have missed it. Um, Phoenix, not Phoenix, but Penta hit a destroyer on Cody on oh. that ladder. And that's when Cody uh, left. I thought that shit was serious. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there was another ladder spot that Scorpio Sky went through the ladder um, later in the match. Um, let's talk about Cody. Let's talk about Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't tell if it was serious or not. When uh, when he, he left and then came back, I texted you. I was like, are they booing Cody? And you were like, oh, I'm not sure. Well, I watched it back today. There, yeah. there were some light boos for Cody. Um, we've seen and heard the the outcries that you know AEW's a bit of a vanity promotion um, for Cody. <clears throat> I'm of the belief that, on one hand, yes, Cody, I think has the best chance to cross over for AEW. Um. Not just because of his last name. His last name is the only thing he didn't earn. But everything else, like, he earned it. So I think he has the best chance to cross over from AEW. As you saw, the Shaq match, the Go Big show. But I totally get why he got a little bit of booze during this ladder match. And why? Because, like... We know Cody is a hero. We know he never says die. Like, we know Cody. We've, we used this analogy once before, uh, a long time ago, <clears throat> that Cody is like the jock that works hard, busts his ass, but like, he's kind of easy not to like at times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I like how he kind of, you know, he, he's baby face. He comes down, he comes down the middle of the aisle, right? You don't each tunnel. You got your baby face tunnel, your heel tunnel. He comes down the middle, right? Cody Rhodes. So, like, yeah, the jock who busts his ass, works hard, but can can be, there. he has his moments where he can be kind of hard to like. So him, you know, with the shoulder injury, um, yeah, coming back, I can see why he got booed just a little bit. So... I mean, I feel like people are getting kind of tired of seeing him every week. You know, I mean, with that with that wild ass ladder match, and he's got the second match of the night. Yeah, on Dynamite. I will say that I am compelled by Cody. Oh yeah, no, he's. A I do like watching. 
absolutely. Every story he's been a part of has 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 delivered for me. Oh yeah. Um the MJF story, the Chris Jericho story, um, you know, the Brody Lee story. And I think this story with Penta. Woo! Woo! My man said, I'd have, I'd have messed up your arm so bad you wouldn't have been able to pick up your baby girl. I said, oh, oh, <laughs> all right. And, uh, yeah, he went and, uh, yeah, so that's how you up the heat. You know, up the heat ASAP. So I think they're going to be wrestling next week. Is that right? Yes. Got you. So that'll be fun to see. Um, I can't I can't imagine that that will just end in one match. I think they, you know, they'll be building. I don't think shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I see some shenanigans. They're really good at not doing DQ finishes. Yeah, like, no, dude. Yeah, Every someone... This has a finish. Has a finish. Someone wins and someone loses. I don't um, think they've had any DQ finishes. The only DQ I can think of, and it really wasn't even finished, the only one I could think of was the Pac-Kenny Omega Iron Man match. That's been a fucking... This has been one almost over a whole ass year, Over dude. a year, yeah. They had crowds. You know what I mean? So, and actually, it was right before Revolution. It was actually the go-home show before Revolution. I remember that. And they used it as a storytelling device because, and I think we talked, and we talked about a year ago when it happened, you know, Pac pinned Kenny Omega, then got DQ'd to make it one-to-one, and then Kenny got the pin. So even though he won two-to-one, he only pinned him once. So they used the DQ as, you know, that, that storytelling device. So that's something they can always come back to. Um, so storytelling, <laughs> yeah, done right. Storytelling, right? It's there. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, we kind of shied away from, you know, the actual ladder match. The match itself for me, it was just there. It was just like a ladder match. It was just kind of there for me. Um, wasn't bad again. It was just kind of there for me. Um, I didn't expect Scorpio Sky to win it, but... Storytelling. He uh, came through with the heel turn on yes. Darby Allen after a great match on Dynamite. I like that. Me too. Me too. <laughs> um, yeah, like it'll be. Yeah, it rem- it reminds me. And I hate to make that correlation, but it kind of reminds me of Swerve on NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah, and of course Scorpio Sky. He had a back injury, and Swerve. He just kind of you know was just. You know, losing matches, but um, yeah, it reminds me of the Swerve heel turn a little bit. You know, seeing so we're gonna see a different side of Scorpio Sky. Um, yeah, I'm 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 interested. I don't know if he goes back to Darby Allen or if he you know does something else. I mean, I think he has to, but I think Darby's gonna. I mean, well, I mean, like at the same time though, he just came back, so he can't fucking lose. Scorpio, and, I mean, yeah, yeah. And that's what he just did. You can't right. lose, but like. Maybe, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe he'll win a couple of matches and Darby will come back after him. Right, 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 right. Because um, I think the thing about their storytelling is that it doesn't always have to be addressed week to week. No. There's a certain nuance about it that, like, we know you remember and we know that you're used to last Monday on Raw and all the vignettes and all the recap videos. Um it's, yeah. Shit with recap videos this past week on Raw, dude. Where was it? Yeah. So I mean, and, and like, dude, Raw's been the same thing over and over for the past like month or so. Hasn't? Has it? Yeah, dude. 
all the all the shitheads out there talking shit about AEW. <laughs> and I don't like, want to turn this into like a WWE shit on session or an AEW dick riding session. No, no. But I think that like we're not telling the whole story sometimes. We do. I think we do because we've been critical of AEW when they deserve to be critical. Um, yes. But I don't think the whole story gets told sometimes. Um, and again, we'll talk about fans in a bit. We just keep teasing it. Um, let's go. Let's go with the big money match. Hangman defeats Matt Hardy. What'd you think of that one? Hangman star. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, he's fucking every every match he's in, dude, is just it's just fucking it's a banger. Yeah. And there, there's a lot of, I mean, even for how good he is, there's a lot of close falls, mm. which will fucking gr- reach down and grab you. you know? <laughs> reach in there and grab it. Yeah, you no know. Doubt. And, I mean, he always pulls it out. I mean, it's always, like, it, you could just tell that dude's a hard worker in the fucking ring. Yeah. The charisma and, is great, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even though he's not part of Dark Order officially, like, that on-screen pairing is fun. They love that dude. Yeah, that on-screen pairing is kind of fun. <laughs> I'm not like, mad. He was riding that fucking that lawnmower. Yes, and they all popped up on there. <coughs> so not you. There's weight limit. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it like, "Yo, you should know." <laughs> There's a weight limit. And then almost took everybody out <laughs> when he pulled off. Yeah, yeah. Almost flipped that bitch. Yeah, up. yeah, man. That's funny. That was funny. Um, yeah, perfectly serviceable mid-card match. Perfectly serviceable mid-card match. It reminded me of, like, it was just one of those marquee matches that, you know, of course it was never main event, but, like, you know, to add some stakes to it. Um, perfectly mar- perfectly serviceable mid-card match. It was cool. It was cool. Um, not too, too much to write home about, but I'm kind of interested in, you know, Matt Hardy signing Butcher and Blade to the squad. And then, you oh, know, yeah. yeah, and then, uh, and then uh, continuing the feud with, with uh, Hangman Page, which we'll see on Dynamite next week. Um, I like it. I like it, and you know, it was it was a nice, neat way for them to decide what to do with Butcher and Blade once we saw what happened with Eddie Kingston. So, yeah, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, made sense. Um, yeah, Matt needed more. Matt needed some more people. Um, you can't just expect Butcher and Blade to be like, yeah, Eddie fucks with Mox, so we'll fuck with Mox now too. So. Oh. Yeah, you know, so yeah, nice little transition there. We've got a lot of factions in AEW. I like it. A lot of factions in AEW. Reminds me of old fucking old Attitude Era Raw. <laughs> the Truth Commission and The Nation and uh, Los Bariquas and uh, who's a biker gang? Disciples of Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. DX, of course. Um, yeah, I'm not mad. Old school wrestling. Like, I just feel like there was a lot more factions back then. People that got your back. Yeah. People that got your back. Um, who's not in a faction? Darby Allen. Yep. That's the only guy I can think of who's not in some kind of faction. I mean, Hangman. He's the only dude that like, <coughs> I could actually see not being in one. And his character calls for it. I guess Moxley isn't in a faction. Um, him and Kingston are just friends. They're just buddies. I guess that's... You probably got to have what? What's a minimum faction? Three? You got to have at least three, four faction? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man. I, yeah, a lot of factions going on. Um, let's see. Let's go with the women's 
championship match. Uh, Ikaru Shida defeated Ryo Mizunami. Talk to me about it. Uh, well, you got this one right. Yes, I did. Needed that. And I think I texted you that too. Like, dog, I need this one. Yeah. No, you definitely did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I think uh, your whole idea of that storyline is going to play out. Which one is that? With Britt Baker. Yeah. They've been slow building Britt Baker since she was a babyface. Since she was a babyface. Um, and now they've actually finally. We talked about it last week too, right? The women's championship, the story of that is that Hikaru Shida is the longest fighting champion, right? Uh, longest reigning champion, sorry. So if we are fans of the wrestling, you're going to get a good match with Hikaru oh, yeah. Shida. Now, I didn't know anything about their 10-year their history, which adds a little depth to it. But if you're a fan of the wrestling, they they delivered. They delivered a nice little match. I like how it didn't end with like, oh, I hit my finishing move in one, two, three. Like it was almost like kind of desperate. She hit it with the uh, the the makeshift trouble in paradise, and then just stacked her up. Like, oh my god, please don't kick out. Like, please stop. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so now we we've taken you know, the fighting champion and we've combined it with the drama queen of AEW. Combined those stories together. Uh, we uh, we had the six woman match this past week on Dynamite, and next week we got Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa lights out match. Yeah, it's gonna be decent. Yeah, it's gonna be very decent. Yeah, and so when I seen that match. I was like, oh <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. I imagine Thunder Rosa gets her win over Britt Baker and finally puts this thing to bed. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've been saying forever. I think Britt Baker's gonna be the one to defeat Hikaru Shida. And so eventually we get that match. You've got the fighting champion, the longest reigning champion, who stands for wrestling and and being a competitor. And yeah. you got the conniving drama queen in Britt Baker, you know, bringing those two stories together. So that'll be cool. That'll be cool when that happens. Uh, maybe double or nothing. What is that? Uh, Was it May? Could be. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe the end of May. I know they had a commercial. On Revolution. I think it's the end of May. We'll look that up. Um, last two matches, man. The street fight. Darby Allen and Sting took it out. Uh, took the W. Talk to me. That shit was pretty hard, dude. Uh, I'm not mad. That was a hell of a cinematic match, dude. We all knew it was going to be cinematic. Yeah. I was doubtful, but then once it got close, I was like, yeah, yeah. They threw me off with the powerbomb. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. but yeah, no, that was fun. That was fun. And then you they, see, they uh, worked. Say it again. They, they went in there and worked, and oh, like, yeah, and like, once we actually got back in the ring, it seems like they started to focus on the in-ring action, right? Or, yeah. No. And uh, I believe Darby Allen, uh, according to the streets, um, you know, had up to ninety percent to do with the entire layout. Like he laid it out, storyboarded it. Um, did you know? I mean, clearly he loves filmmaking. You've seen his, we've seen his videos. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's easy to believe. Um, that's pretty tight though, too. That they want one of the fucking wrestlers. Like he's not thing. one of the writers. He's not right. one of the fucking producers. Right, right, right. 
told us to do this, and they just fucking said, oh, yeah, fuck it, let's yeah, roll. man. They threw that man through that glass window. Dude. <laughs> Up against the brick wall. I'm like, yo, y'all got to chill. Y'all got to chill. How do you learn to fall off a 20-foot ladder? Um, y'all got to chill. Now, you know, they. I think they, they addressed the powerhouse Hobbs hook thing very, very well. Because we knew they were going to get involved. But we wondered how they could overcome. And then Darby Allen came through with the hot tag. He threw that bat down to Sting. And Sting started clearing house with that bat. Um, and then the high spot, Darby Allen's crazy ass. That was pretty big. That was damn big. That was a hell of a jump. Um, took Brian Cage out. And then uh, Sting with the Scorpion Death Drop to Ricky Starks. Pretty Ricky what they call him. And uh, the one, two, three. That was that was fun. I got one gripe about the match. It's not even yeah, about yeah. the match itself. Hit me. The music. <clears throat> got it. Gotcha. Yeah. Get rid of the music because like <laughs> the way they had music, like you could tell when she was about to fucking go off. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. You know, just get rid of the music and just have the commentary. True. Have the have the hits and the fucking the the glass and all that shit. All those sounds. Right. 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 Be okay. Right. It gave it more of like, and and to support your point, it gave it more of like a fight scene vibe from an action oh, yeah. movie. Yes, uh, exactly. But yeah, the commentary plus the music don't mix. So I feel that. I feel that. I'm with that. You got to go one or the other. Um, but yeah, very, very enjoyable. Uh, Brian Cage, excuse me, Brian Cage and uh, Pretty Ricky, what they call him, they were not on Dynamite this past Wednesday. But Darby Allen, of course, was, as we talked about uh, the heel turn from Scorpio Sky. That was a, a great match. And uh, looks like Sting has got a, a Murderhawk monster to deal with here pretty soon. Uh, so is he is he back heel again? I mean, I don't know. Do you like, uh, is this the new big show? Ah, uh, nice. Nice. <laughs> you know? Yeah. True, true. Because he definitely, yeah, he definitely was a babyface with Pac uh, going up against Eddie Kingston. And he just came uh, back like, fuck this. I don't need no ladders. I don't need no brass ring. But, like, man, uh, that, like, are they going to have, like, is Sting only going to have cinematic matches? Great question. You Great know, question. like, I, I, like, I'm not mad at that. Like, I think I've said it before on here, like, I'm not mad at wrestlers that are up there in age mm-hmm. that have had like life-threatening injuries, right. wanting to just do cinematic <laughs> matches. Like if they're younger, and want to do cinematic matches? Fuck you. Right. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But like, let's make it as good as we can look. Like, let's make it as good as we can make it look mm. for these guys to still want to go and make it a fun match. And I like the calculated, like. Lance Archer is a rough and tumble type dude, along with Brian Cage. Yeah. And so the underlying story with Sting is always how's his neck. Yo, yeah. So you put him up against a rough and tumble dude like Brian Cage, like Lance Archer. You got instant sympathy. He's a legend. He's an icon. But his neck is busted. Oh, yeah. Big and time. So, I mean, he had, I, didn't he get like that, uh, that stem cell research shit? I'm not... That was somebody else. I know he didn't do surgery, um, but I'm not sure. I'm not for certain. I'm not for certain. Yeah, 
knows? Um, but yeah, man. So that'll be interesting seeing where that goes. Um, let's take it to the main event, my guy. I explosions. know explosions. Now I know you want to address that. Let's hold off for a second. Let's talk about the match oh. itself. What do you think of the match itself? Dude, that was everything we thought it was going to be. It was fun. Yeah, you know it was it was a real fun match. I mean, we knew the Good Brothers were going to get involved. We didn't say it last weekend, but right. Like, and we knew Moxley wasn't going to have anybody come out there and back him up. You True know? enough, he ain't he ain't got no faction. He did that that DDT off the side on the on the explosions. Yes, yes. I really love how they truly, truly protect the one winged angel. Oh yeah. Nobody kicks out of that. And it's been yeah. like that since New Japan. No one kicks out of that. And so when he hit the first one winged angel, Moxley didn't kick out. He kicked the explosives. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought that was such a creative thing to do. Such a creative thing to do. Um, and I think we know. Go ahead. Say it again. The fucking explosives on it. Yes, that was, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, and I know we know how, how tough Kenny Omega is just from his matches in New Japan. Um, but he still has pretty pretty boy vibes. Pretty boy vibes. So him, and that was kind of the story of the match too, like, he beat him in a wrestling match, so now let's go down to Moxie's level and show you that like I'm 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 the guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, he took barbed wire and explosives and and ate it and ate it. Um, you know, and it's ain't his first time. They had the lights out match uh, last year, so and they went in that bed of barbed wire. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was more gnarly. Like. Take, like, take out the explosions from right. this last match. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That fire, fuck, you crawling up out of that. That had to suck. That had to suck. Because how do you get out of that? If you get out fast, it hurts. If you get out slow, it hurts. Yeah. So, yeah. Just get out fast. It's like a band-aid. <laughs> Just rip that motherfucker off. Yeah. So, we have to address it. The The grand finale. Now, first off, great bit of storytelling. Eddie Kingston being the guy to save John Moxley. I love their dual promo, uh, the dual vignette video. Sorry, um, on Dynamite this past Wednesday. Fire. Where, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but great bit of storytelling. Eddie Kingston coming in to save John Moxley. Um, but then the the explosion. Let's break this down, man. Uh, I was going to say, I seen better pyro for when Gilbert came out. <laughs> True enough. Good sparklers. <clears throat> now, the storyline reasoning for the explosion, or lack thereof, was that Kenny Omega designed the bomb. He's shitty at designing bombs, and he even wrote the plans in crayon. I saw a screenshot of it. He did write the plans in crayon. Um, a little nuance there. A little nuance. Um, the internet has gone wild. They have they have been shitting on it. Talk to me about your thoughts about this whole thing. Do you believe that there was a misstep? Do you believe the storyline reason? And then we'll dig in a little more. I believe there was a total misstep on the on the 
calculations of the bombs do going you? off, you know? Yeah, big time. Why do you say? I mean, like, I, there's no way that they plan for that ending. Mm. And, like, it just doesn't seem like that would be... Pi- and, like, shit fucks up Pyro, mm-hmm. you know? We've seen, I mean, this past Monday night on Raw, they fucking tried to hit some Pyro. <laughs> the fucking post went off, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. So, I mean, and you know they didn't plan that either. <laughs> like, shit, shit happens. The way you brought up that, because they did that the next night, right? And I just thought of this. It'd be very meta if, like, they did that big explosion and purposely only did three as, like, a little jab. That'd be kind of like a cool little, you know, meta jab. Um, but... And again, I don't want to be a W Dick Rider. But, and you see the rumors that Kenny Omega was furious, right? Because a bomb didn't well wounded, right? The rumors, the rumors, the rumors. Anyone can type anything. I'm not so sure that it was a misstep. I can see how it is a misstep. I can see how it would be because they promised a certain thing. It would go off. Um, and I guess, you know, in storyline, Kenny Omega would want to blow up John Moxley. But you can't just be blowing people up. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I could see how it wasn't a misstep. Their pyro, I mean, all four went off, right? All four posts went off. They had the second explosion at the end. Eddie Kingston sold it kind of trash. Like, he had oh, yeah. been blown up. Unless he was selling the whole, like, oh, my God, are we still alive kind of thing. Um I would like to think this multi-million dollar company who spends millions of dollars on Cody's pyro and other people's pyro and other people's pyro would know how to tighten up their main event. Meaning, meaning whatever they wanted to happen as the finale to their main event, I figured they would do what it takes to get it done. Oh, yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, at the same time, though, like, they knew that they would get hell for sure. that type of ending. Sure. But, like... I catch then, hell every but, week. But at the same time, though, they could be like, yeah, we're going to get hell for this, but it's going to make motherfuckers tune in on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. I catch hell every week, man, talking to you, right? Sometimes <laughs> it's like, fuck it, you just got to catch the hell. The storyline reasoning, to me, kind of makes sense, too. My thought next is about wrestling fans and 2021 wrestling fans. And we've talked about how they're, like, annoying. Because we love it, right? Yeah. We're annoying because we love it. (sighs) That need for us, and I'll throw us in there, that need for us to know everything. You know what I'm saying? Like... Let's say that the storyline reasoning is the reasoning. Like, is that so bad? If that's the storyline reason, is that so bad? No, not necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. If that was the reason, you know what I mean? I don't think it was that bad. Um, it got people talking, clearly. Whether oh. it was, you know cheesy corny whatever it is it got people talking and i mean that's all it takes yeah 
know what I'm saying? So they got it done. Oh, is it time? Boy, is it time? And he sighed out loud. And did it twice. Oh, man. I see. Oh, I'll wait. Three, two, one. I killed that. I killed that. I don't know if I should. Say it again. Piss on command. Yeah, man. I don't know if I should be so in tune with that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tag teams, man. We're tag team. Um, bow. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, AW Dynamite. I think we've got, uh, maybe Eddie Kingston as a potential challenger for Kenny Omega. Christian Cage made his, uh, appearance on Dynamite. Kenny Omega just pissing people off everywhere he goes. <clears throat> um, hell, I could see, you know, maybe Moxley and Kingston teaming up to eventually go for a tag team title run. Yeah, we're getting them on uh, with the with the good brothers. Yeah, with the good brothers. Um, so yeah, they're, they they yeah they they they're building they're building how they're building. Um, we have to talk about the ending of Dynamite. Oh yes. Once Alex Marvez had the inner circle in the back, and they was like, "Yo, War Council." MJ was like, "Yeah, I think we need to make some changes." Earlier, we'd already tweeted. Chris Jericho's gonna be a baby face by the end of the year. I know, and I and after that we tweeted, you know, MJF is about to wild out, wild out on Wednesday. Wow, he, I, you know, I thought he was gonna get that ass whooped, but like a smart ass heel, damn, he turned the page. Oh yeah, no, I did not expect that at no. all. No, not at all. Um. Sammy Guevara came back, coming out of the babyface tunnel, set up the video. That was that was, was really good. Was, that was really good. MJF is now aligned with FTR, Sean Spears, um, and Wardlow, of course. And they beat the dog shit out of Inner Circle. Did you think it was actually going to happen, though? Like- what, what's that? Inner Circle turning on Chris. Kind of. So did I. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Because, you know, our thought was Chris Jericho was going to be a babyface. We didn't think yeah. about Hager. We didn't think about Santana Ortiz. But they turned the entire Inner Circle in a in a five to six minute beatdown just based on their loyalty to Chris Jericho and how much of a fuck MJF is. So... Yeah, FTR, Wardlow, Sean Spears, and of course being led by Tully Blanchard. Um, that's a that's a faction, bruh. That's a faction. Wardlow power bomb Chris Jericho off a stage. After they made him bleed, they fucking cur- curb stomp Sammy Guevara into a chair. Motherfucker got bottled, dude. Hager got the bottle to the face. Santana Ortiz got handcuffed, like. Up thugs, what up, bruh? I'm trying to tell you, this was violent. They woke up to choose violence today. I shut the club down, dude. I'm trying to tell you, bro. And the thing is, yeah, man, you knew MJF was up to bullshit five, six months ago. You knew it. I have to ask because we always ask when two factions get really bloody like this. There's a certain match we still didn't get to see because of the pandemic. I think the- this is perfect. 
ah, this will be really good. This yeah. will be really good. Blood and guts. Uh, AEW's answer to war games. Same size too. Say it again. Everybody's like the same size. I mean, it's perfect. No, it's good. Yeah. yeah, you got your leaders, MJF and Chris Jericho. You got your tag teams. I listen, FTR and Santana Ortiz. Take my money. Take my money. Take my illegal internet streams. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Uh, then you know Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara, and of course Wardlow and Hager, who we've already seen a taste of. Um, yeah, man, injected in my veins, man. Double or nothing. Give it to me. I'm with it. I'm with it. Super with it. Um, AEW was a great was a great show. NXT was a great show as well. Was. Before we get to the ending, though, we had two announcements. Two announcements. First announcement was a two day takeover. Day one. <laughs> day one. On Wednesday, on his normal time slot in USA. Day two on Thursday, exclusively on Peacock. Talk to me. Uh, I just think it's fucking like, I mean, let's give it a shot and see what it does, you know. But having a takeover for two nights, I'm guessing they're both going to be about two hours each. Ish, so. yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, like the one on the one on Tuesday or Wednesday, Wednesday will definitely only be two hours. Right, they got time slots to fulfill. Right, but I mean, normally they're about <coughs> three three hours. Maybe yeah, about two and a half. Yeah, about the good two and a half. Yeah, um, and then yeah, exclusively on Peacock the next day. That is a lot of wrestling that weekend. Yeah, that's a lot of wrestling that weekend. Wednesday, Thursday. Um, are they doing? Are they doing the Hall of Fame that Friday? I know they've started Tuesday. Okay. Oh, SmackDown. Duh. SmackDown is on Friday. And then uh, two-day mania. So, literally eight days of wrestling in a row. Monday Night Raw, the Hall of Fame, two-day takeover, SmackDown, two days of mania, Monday Night Raw. And I've heard they're going to stay at Raymond James Stadium for SmackDown. Nice. Nice. I mean, shit, that makes sense. Why not use it for the week? NFL season's over. Why not? Why not? Putting them uh, 2,500 fans in the, in the cutouts. Why not? Why not? Yeah, man. Um, and then the other announcement. We have uh, the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. What do you think? We actually, and even digging a little more, we had a Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez being the winners of the Dusty Classic. They were the first champs. And then uh, they lost them to Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon same night. I don't think they should have been given the titles right off the bat just because they won the tournament. Mm. I think they should have put the two teams against each other for that for fight. The give it, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I'm not mad. I'm not Sorry. mad at it. I don't think that I like that they introduce new championships. No? I don't think I do. Um it's not like they've got great plans for the women's tag team championships. They have a plethora, a myriad of women's tag teams on NXT. More concrete teams in Raw and SmackDown. And when the initial plan started, the women's tag team championships were for Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. I think they maybe only got defended on NXT. I'm going to go out on a limb and say twice. I know Sasha and Bayley were on NXT once. I'm going to go on a Was it twice? What was, uh, you remember the other one? 
Uh, Nia and oh, well, the Nia, yeah, the Nia Shannon match last week, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we've had those belts for two years, and... Over there twice. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think they could have just pulled the switch with Nia and Shayna last week and got the same I, desired I, effect. I totally thought they were going to. Yeah. But then, like, after a while, I was, thinking, I was like, dude, there's no fucking way that they're going to let those titles be at NXT. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Like, I don't know what Nia and Shayna do for Mania. Hopefully they lose. <laughs> yeah. Um, Finn Balor and Adam Cole, dog. That was a banger. It was a slapper. It was a no slapper. Shen- I mean, would you call it shenanigans? No. Nope. Really shenanigans. Yeah. Not at all. Super clean. Just Kyle O'Reilly just, was just watching. Just... Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly was just watching. He was ready to, ready to throw some hands. And, it's not like uh, he ran up on the ring or nothing, you know. Not he at was all. outside the He let them finish the match. Dressed like me, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, dressed like you. That vest was crazy. Metallica uh, shirt on. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, yeah. Finn hit the nineteen sixty on the outside, and then uh, finished with the coup de grace on the inside, and then Kyle O'Reilly got to work, got to business. And I was uh, worried about that jaw, dude, on Finn. Yeah. That's such a great story. Every match, it's like, oh, the jaw, the jaw. That's a built-in story every time. Um, the way the camera set up, I knew we would see someone behind Finn. And Finn, cool ass, what took you so long? <laughs> <laughs> Turn around and Karrion Cross is coming back for the title he never lost. I still don't get... I still don't get the big deal about Karrion Cross. I have no clue what that whole um, Karrion Cross Santos feud was about. Escobar feud was about. Um, it's gone. Why would why would this two hundred sixty pound man be picking on a cruiserweight? I didn't really get it. Um, very pointless street fight, no DQ match. Um, so yeah, I see that we're building to Finn and Karrion Cross. I think we're clearly getting Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly a takeover. Uh, which will have all the emotions. And, but that'll be uh, like a street fight. Or a, that'll be like a last man standing match or a street it, fight. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, whatever it is. I think we're about, I think we're seeing the end of Adam Cole in NXT. I think um, we are too. He got his last. Do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Only save Bobby it. Fish can save us now. Um, yeah, I don't know where Bobby Fish is. Um, but yeah, you know, maybe, you know, listen, maybe it's loser leaves NXT. That could that'd be a good stipulation. That would be a really good stipulation. But then, like, but like, either way, like, either way, whoever's gonna, whoever was to lose that match, mm-hmm. I'm still scared for him hitting the main, main roster. I feel you. I feel you. You know they got to reset after Mania, um, and that match will have so much emotion to it. Not even just the story, but also, or sorry, the story leading up. But even within the match itself, um, they're gonna kill it. They're gonna kill it. Um, Stay in NXT. Say what? Does Finn stay with NXT? Say he was to lose. And that was going to be my question. Does Finn lose? Because, you know, I hate the rumors section. The rumors. Um, Karrion Cross is apparently being groomed for, you know, Raw and or SmackDown. Raw or SmackDown. Um, so, do we get the Karrion Cross run? Does Finn stay on NXT and keep building that brand since we're probably going to lose Adam Cole? Um... A lot of questions with NXT. Do we get uh, do we get O'Reilly 
uh, Finn O'Reilly three, where <laughs> Kyle finally wins. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that would be what puts Finn back on the main roster. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I was of the belief that Johnny Gargano would be the guy. Um, he's got you know what? Maybe he still is the guy. Maybe he still is the guy. Um, he's on a collision course with Dexter Loomis. Maybe he loses the title to Loomis and then fights for bigger fish. When Finn got here, he started out attacking Johnny Gargano. And maybe Gargano gets his uh you know, gets his revenge back, takes the title back. Dunno. There's a, there's a lot there's a lot that could happen with this one. The possibilities. Forward, yeah, man. The possibilities, my guy. The possibilities. Anything else we missed? I think we hit all the major points. Um, Io Shirai has turned her attention to Raquel Gonzalez, uh, which I thought we would see a lot sooner, but they turned it attention to Raquel Gonzalez. She tapped out the super cool Tony Storm. Excuse me. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to decline being witty on that one. Um, <laughs> Zia Lee is still a, a nuisance. Uh, menace. Um, yeah, so yeah, they're, they're building. They're still building. Grizzly Young Veterans are uh, embroiled in a few with MSK. I like those guys. Grizzly Young Veterans. I like those guys. Um, Timothy Thatcher, Tommaso Ciampa. They're going to be taking on Imperium next week. Tommaso Ciampa is looking weathered. <laughs> Dude. Boy's looking weathered. He's been on the streets too long. Bruh. Weathered. Um, taking on Imperium. They've got three tag team feuds going on. Um, Brizongo and uh, Legato del Fantasma. Tag team division is doing their thing. So, yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on, man, on both channels. Good time to be a fan. I feel like I say it once oh, a yeah. week. So. Oh, it is, though. It is. It is, it is. Let's uh, let's call it a night, man. Let's get up out of here. Big ring. Love, know how they can reach you on the social media is my guy. Got it, go. Y'all want to find me on social media? You guys can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f h u c k a. I'm also on Snapchat, moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three one six. Check it out. Check y'all. it out. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page on both Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Uh, but above all else, great content. Heartwarming content on a variety of different platforms. Content that is the renaissance. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. We will be back next week with... The fast lane breakdown, uh, a little you know, a little, little show between Chamber and, and Mania. Um, any thoughts on that so far? Please stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna have to release video. Yeah, um, some compelling matches that I think aren't gonna have like, not gonna change the landscape of Mania, but something to kind of just you know hold us over. We're gonna get- we got Dana Bryan and Roman Reigns, don't and we? Roman Reigns, yes, we do. Yeah, that's it for me. I'm yeah. sold. Yeah, true enough. That's gonna be that's gonna be great. That's gonna be great. Uh, but until next time, I'm your guy Juve, sitting here with my tag team partner, big friend, the legendary. Together we are Steve Austin and Dude Love. Until next time, we'll see y'all next time.
Adios, bigos. <laughs> Salute.